Right at the Fork is supported by Portland Food and Drink.com, Portland's original restaurant review and news blog, presented by Food Dude, your source for everything you need to know in the Portland food and beverage world. Check in today at PortlandFoodandDrink.com and by Chew Dining Club. Chew is about connecting passionate chefs with passionate food lovers. The Chew mobile app provides a way for you to access a community of food lovers, chefs, and special events in our unique food community. Download the app today on iTunes or Google Play. If you love Italian food and wine, Chris wants you to know about a special PFA on Wednesday, May 18th. Grasa chef Rick Giancarelli previews the September PFA trip to the Amalfi Coast with six prepared courses of Southern Italian fare. Check that out, the goodie bag you'll take home, and of course the eight-day, seven-night trip with Chris and Chef Rick in September to Italy at portlandfoodadventures.com. We're back, Chris, for another week, a uh, soundbite edition of Right at the Fork. Love the soundbites. Yeah. This is kind of a chance where you get just some lists or some categories of things to check out. And uh, who better to give us a list than the community director of Yelp? He would, you'd think he would know. Yeah, I think he's got, I think he's probably done a couple of reviews. Right. By the way, I was thinking this morning on the way in here, Mm -hmm. people call me when they introduce me, Sheila, I met Sheila recently right. somewhere. She introduced me as a blogger. Okay. I either get blogger or critic. People introduce me. There really? are neither of those two things. <laughs> and You're that's a, what everybody thinks. You, you, you do uh, Portland uh, Food Adventures? Which is not a blog. Nope. Well, it is. A, there is a of. blog, but no. I don't really write no. on a blog. And then, anyway, of course, the podcast. Matt Iman. Matt Iman. From Yelp is here mm-hmm. to help us with a really interesting topic. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. So, so I think this great. is a t- topic where going back a year ago, two, three years ago, definitely, but even a year ago, we what, couldn't what kind of a this. list would this would this be? It would be kind of a shady list, but not not anymore. Well, I want to address the shady thing, so okay. I'm glad you said that. It segues nice in, in, into this, because I was thinking this morning, as I was getting out of the shower, you know, I try to think when I'm getting out of the shower, that way I'm actually dressed, and, um, that I thought, oh, we're going to be talking about places, best places to uh, satisfy munchies in Portland. And then I realized, oh, you know, we have potential sponsors that might not, you know, might have a little problem with this. And then I thought, you know what? It's legal now. And we've got to take, we've got to take marijuana or cannabis, whatever you want to call it, pot, out of the closet and treat it like it should be treated, like wine. Fine wine, maybe beer, maybe cocktails, um, with respect it's no longer the Cheech and Chong thing. I mean, I never felt that way about it in college, but right. it's no longer the, it's, it's got to be treated differently. One of the prime examples of that is uh, a dinner I tried to, we discussed it on the podcast with Leather Stores. Mm-hmm. We were going to put together a cannabis dinner. We, it's been put together. I started with the folks at Seven Points, which is just a great grower here in Portland, um, putting this together with, um, with Leather. And had to back out because there were too many obstacles with regard to OLCC and liability. And I'm just too small to Mm. get involved with a potential problem. Right. And so I backed out. But I did go to the first Kitchen Chronicles dinner that Leather put on with Natalia Torrell. And it was 
just fantastic. There was it was not about hey man, pass that. It wasn't that at all. It was infusing um, the flavors, the aromas, um, the taste, a little bit of a buzz into the the food, and it was really really well done. And I think that um, I personally think it's got to be taken out of the out of the realm of hey man to it just is what it is. And and for me, I don't know about you, Matt, but I completely love the retail experience as opposed to standing on a street corner. Oh, it blows my mind. It's crazy. There's so many shops here, and they all have their own characteristics and different feels to them. Uh, it has been a lot of fun. It's uh, And those who aren't in Oregon or Washington, but the Oregon experience is very different than the Washington experience, I've found. Uh, pleasantly so. Yes, pleasantly so. I've never been to Colorado, but those who haven't been here... You know, I went, uh, the first time I went to Washington, I had this experience, and I've said this to a few people. Rather than going to someone's house you don't know and laying some cash out for years, and by the way, I'm not, this is not part of my everyday life, but over <laughs> the years since college, and to go into and have the retail experience where you can talk about different strains, and that's why I say it should be treated like wine, because the aromas are different, the, the effects are different. But to be able to talk about it with someone who's knowledgeable and fun and nice to be around, in my case, I really enjoyed talking to this beautiful woman, and it was really, it was a different experience than the guy like in Curb Your Enthusiasm with Larry David standing there with the big overweight guy. They're not, they're looking out for cops. It was just a fantastic thing, and I, I, I have a little shop out in Manzanita that I love, Oregon Coast Cannabis, and I don't even buy that much. I just like to go in and taste it and smell it, well, smell it, and then taste it. I usually give away 90% of the little bud that I get here and there to friends so they can experience it. So that's my, I just wanted to disclaim this for you, Matt, with Yelp, because I know you had to talk to your folks about, could you talk about this topic? Indeed, yeah, there were some questions to be had. Right, so we'll, I, I don't know what the, uh, you, you'll, you'll know where you can, <laughs> areas where you can tread and you can't, court, uh, is the arbitrator in this because he's not he's not a he's not a I have, imbiber. I have never imbibed in and I really have no desire to. So for me it's just like all right, I'll just I'll observe. Right. So have you been in the proximity of it to smell oh, yeah. it? No, oh, sure, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. And how does that smell to you? Uh it smells like marijuana. I mean it's, it's <laughs> it smells like what it is. I I just I I grew up I don't know I don't know I grew up in Utah, so like there, you know, there was marijuana there, but like just there wasn't a big scene, and so I never, I just never got into it. Well, I promise you, you'll still like everything on my list. All right, I, but I yeah, see that's, that's just right. it. I that's love, it. I love munchies. Right. I love to eat. So, so for me, this is a win-win. You know, and Matt brings up a great point. You don't have to be. This list is just cool food, right? So and so, you're gonna like it. For me. It's usually, you know, a bag of Cheetos. Is, it's something that you're eating that you go, holy shit, I'm way too far into this right now, and I shouldn't have eaten this much. So Cheetos, f anything from Frito-Lay, for whatever reason. My father used to work for PepsiCo years ago. Maybe that's it. But um, that's usually it. I'm going to give you my, a couple of mine, and then, then we'll go with your list, and the, f the floor is yours, Matt. Excellent. Let's okay, so, so for me, um, somehow I gravitated... You know, we had uh, we we have Nate from Pips Donuts uh, on in a few weeks. We've already recorded it. Uh, sometimes somehow I gravitate to donuts when it comes to this concept. Not and, a bad place to gravitate. Yeah. So, and, but as I said, there are things you you can eat too much of and go, "Holy <laughs> shit! How much did I just eat?" 
So, uh, of course, there's pips, but then on the other hand, there's day, it's daytime. So um, that's not. I'm usually looking for something in the evening, right, for to satisfy munchies. If, At least on weekdays. Pardon me. At least on weekdays. Yeah. Oh, I get, yes, you're right. Right. <laughs> well, anyway, overall, it's something that might be open in the evening. So what comes to mind for me are Tonali's donuts because they're over in Alberta, and the French crullers there are just addictive. And if you happen to get there when they just come out of the oven. Uh, I love those. It's not that their French crawlers are necessarily that much better than anybody else's. It's just that they're open till midnight and you happen to be in the area and they're good. They're great. So those I used to love. I hate to say this, that they're not open any longer, but Whiffy's Pies. Did you ever, were you here early no, enough to go to Whiffy's? I, I think that was uh, before my time. Yeah, they closed a couple of years ago, but Whiffy's Pies were a good one because they were open till three in the morning. There you go. And then so now... Right in that same spot at Carlandia is Potato Champion. So there's that. Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's a good – That's see, to me, it's got to be finger food. You just keep popping it in. It's For me, it's not a burger. It's not something like that. It's the, that kind of thing. So what is it for you, Matt? Oh, God, there's so much. And, you know, I know what you're saying about, it, you know, finger food or things at home bags. But with uh, so many delivery options that we have now, you know, we do Eat 24, and then there's all the other services. You can have a lot of these brought right to you, which – Nothing wrong with that. Uh, I know he said, and that's good because you don't have to drive. We're exactly. not advocating driving to no. Tonali's. I was talking about actually being in the area and For walking sure. over. For sure, yeah. So I, I pick some places all across town. So hopefully, good uh, people can find something that fits their flavor in their neighborhood. Uh, you know, right around here, uh, Brunch Box I think is a great one because we got the OMG Burger, which you know, a bacon cheeseburger. Add the egg, uh, ham, and spam, but then. If you're just feeling particularly decadent, you can do the redonka donk, which is the same thing with the cheeseburger buns. Mm. And, I mean, that just had to be invented by a stoned person. I don't <laughs> think that I don't think that no uh, right-minded person was like, but what if you put cheeseburgers around it? I think uh, you know. Plus, uh, well, grilled cheese grill does that too. Yes, right. Yeah, they have they, a they have a burger in between two grilled cheese grilled cheeses. That's one I'm glad I mentioned because that would be one. Oh yeah, it's uh, awesome, and they're all over the place. And Fantastic. I love them. Fantastic. Uh, the brunch box, you can do uh, you, know, you can do a reasonable order of fries or onion rings if you want to, but if you just want to throw caution to the wind, you can do the whole just buy and buy the pound mm-hmm. and uh, just look around how many people you got with you, and that's how many pounds of fries you get. So <laughs> <laughs> one, pound, one pound per person? Exactly, yeah. Uh, I mean, if you're going to do it, do it right. Um, on the other side, though, if you want something a little sweet, uh, Cloud City Ice Cream in Woodstock. You know, there's a lot of talk about great ice cream places in town, but Cloud City is by far my favorite. I like that they have so many local touches there. You know, their coffee ice cream is made with Water Avenue coffee. I like that their chocolate stout is made from the Hop Work 7 Grain Survival Stout. Uh, but when they get a little crazy with their flavors, I think that's where it's a lot of fun. I like their Sparkle Magic. It's Fruit Loops, it's Sparkles. And then they have their uh, nice. Circus Friends, the animal cookies right a, there. Fruit Loops and ice cream, that's a total. Fruit Loops and ice cream. Yeah, just treat yourself to a double dip of the, the Sparkle Magic and the Circus Friends, which I is like, animal cookies. I like your list. Oh. This is good. <laughs> it was a fun one to research. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Uh, next up, I got Fire on the Mountain. There's a couple different locations. You know, uh, how yes. can you not just go to town on some wings? And right. they've got a, quite a few great sauces. You can try all of them before you commit. Uh, you know. And I don't commit. I put them on the side. I like the I like the wings, just bare, and then dipping in the sauce. Hey, yeah, couple, that works. They'll give you a couple of different sauces for sure. Yeah, uh, nominal upcharge, but whatever. It's worth it. Uh, I am a really, really big fan of the raspberry habanero. It's a Frank's Red Hot base, but it's nice and fruity, so you got the spicy sweet thing going on. 
And then I think every fried appetizer known to man is served at Fire on the Mountain. Uh, and for desserts, they got the fried Twinkies. Ore- right? Yeah, fried, fried Oreos Twinkies. and fried Twinkies for dessert. So uh, that's just about perfect for this list. Mm-hmm. I will have to say, though, uh, my go-to munchies food is street tacos. And there's a lot of really great tacos in this town, uh, but they're all a little fancy, I think. There's a lot of, you know, locally sourced this and, you know, this ingredient, that. And that's that's great. But I just want straightforward, you know, buck 50 street tacos, meat, cilantro, onion, and Tienda Santa Cruz in St. John is by far my favorite for that. It's in the back of the market. Just go order yourself a dozen. Uh, if you don't eat them all, you haven't spent a couple extra bucks. But is that that little food cart pod over there? No, no, it's it's in a market. And, oh, in a market. Uh, okay. Yeah, you just go t- keep going towards the back. And okay. um, I've heard about that from others too. Oh yeah, it's worth checking out. And then since you're in the market, you know they have really great like tres leches and other treats you can get just to kind of round out your meal for a whole experience. Mm. I think. And by the way, Court, this is from a guy who just posted on. Facebook that he's going to be ready for the summer and he's not eating that much. Oh, I just want you to know yeah. you're trying to curtail it. Trying to get uh, ready this for is, bathing suit. It's awesome. Yeah. 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 This, as I said, this was a fun list to put together. It's also a little bit torturous. It mm-hmm. was a, a well, lot it's of, in your past. You, you've already done the research, exactly. right? Exactly. It was uh, um, a goodbye tour to Portland Munchies spots. Uh, we'll see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be testing. Yeah. So anyhow, Tienda Santa Cruz, I'm a big fan of the pastor and the lingua tacos. Those are my favorite, but I really haven't gone there with anyone that wasn't crazy about what they got. I cool. highly recommend Good it. Good recommendation. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, you know, you were talking about Potato Champion. It got something a little similar uh, at Breakside Brewing. You know, most people talk about their beers. They win a lot of awards, things like that. But I am much more of a fan of their Rogue Smoky Blue Waffle Fries. Uh, massive order. I do the sweet potato fries, but it has the blue cheese sauce and the blue cheese crumbles. Uh, you know, have some bacon on there. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Gotta have the bacon. Yep. Well, yeah. Why would you do it without bacon? I don't, I don't understand that. And if you get really high, you can, you can request <laughs> Fruit Loops. Too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if how they'd respond to bringing your own. So yeah, hopefully they got <laughs> yeah, well, That's the only option, I suppose. <laughs> you know, you're a stoner when you're carrying your own thing, your own box of Fruit Loops around with you. Well, you know what? There's this food cart in town that I, it's a traveling one. It's not permanent anywhere. And I wish that they were rev- around more often. It's just blatantly called cereal in a van. Have you heard of it? I ha- I don't know. They, they just 50 different kinds of cereals. Uh, you can just go up, order, and their, you know, their employees are in like footy pajamas. and it's, They travel it, around? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. I mean, unfortunately, their website right now isn't listing any upcoming things, but I know you can do them for events and uh Parties and stuff like so that. So it's not a, like a daily thing where you check their Twitter and no, know where they're no, going. I don't understand what's going on. But if you were that lucky person that is walking by and you see cereal in a van, go because it's like your childhood <laughs> right there. Wow. It's like the, the, that's the, a great the, idea. It's that, the best comfort food ever. That's, oh yeah, that's the most Seinfeld esque yeah. um, food cart that we would have. All right, I'll get down on some cookie crisp. I'll tell you that. That's uh, Gra- that's golden just... grams for me. <laughs> how about you, Court? What's what's the favorite cereal? I, I'm I. I want, as an adult, I do Cinnamon Life. I love Cinnamon Life. How responsible of you. Yeah, but, but <laughs> as an it's, adult. Cap, it's Captain Crunch for me. I got to do Captain back. Crunch There's all crunch day berries. long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, with, I mean, with or without the peanut butter Captain Crunch. Oh, oh, so I, like, I used to like when I was a kid, alphabets for whatever reason. Yeah. 
And cocoa puffs, man. I didn't, I just love the cocoa puffs. I've not uh, haven't years. thought about those in ages. I got to come. Yeah. I got to come back up with a quick. Yeah, the the cocoa uh, <laughs> uh, fruit, not the fruity pebbles, cocoa pebbles, the Flintstones cocoa pebbles. Yes, those are good. Well, they also have the cocoa crispies. Yeah, are like yeah, the it was cocoa similar. Pebbles cocoa pebbles. It's a, it, they're the the grains. It's a little smaller, and so if it would make your chocolate, your milk chocolateier. Apple Jacks. Mm, eh. Oh, I, I mean, this is just really just proving that cereal in a van, we need you. Right. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> and I'm not. I, by the way, I have not. I am not under the influence to be talking about all this. <laughs> just, just a disclaimer. Uh, real quick, back to Breakside. One last thing. We were talking about their uh, their potato fries, their sweet potato fries, but their um, nachos are ridiculous. A, a half order of their nachos is larger than many other regular orders I've seen, and I get them with the pulled pork. It just has just a stupid large. Uh, portion of guacamole. And I bet you locally sourced pork too, right? From Carlton Farms or some someone uh, like that? You know, that? I, I wouldn't be able to tell you for sure, but that sounds I'm about right. I'm guessing if it's Breakside. Yeah, 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 yeah. That seems right up there, Allie. I just don't want to lie to the to the good people out there. No, I'm surmising. We can surmise <laughs> all we want. All right. Well, I will surmise right along with you then that it's locally sourced <laughs> pork. And it's delicious. Either way, <laughs> you were just looking for you weren't looking for that. Where you were just talked about talked about that. You're just looking for down and dirty good food. Yeah, quality and quantity at the same time. Uh, and then one last thing off the waffle on Southeast Clinton. It's ridiculous. I love their Liège waffles uh, made with the brioche and the pearled sugar. And just on their own, the waffles are awesome. But they've got a few specialty ones that I'm a huge fan of. the uh, The beloved bully has the Belgian chocolate chips. Got sliced strawberries like a dark chocolate cream sauce on top and uh, you can get extra whipped cream you can get whipped cream if you like I don't know why you wouldn't you know you're already going that far down the rabbit hole you may as well just get the whipped <laughs> right. cream did like, you do all the did you do the research for these all in one day oh god no <laughs> <laughs> me in a wheelbarrow just going down the street no no this is a uh, this is a culmination of my career. Yeah, years no, of, years figured, of experience. I figured you, you didn't <laughs> just jump on this when we said, hey, let's come on and do this. You yeah. had this. You've had the knowledge. All of it. Yeah. I was just like, well, I, I guess I can get the munchies I, for yeah. you, for this show. Yeah. Just, think? just imagine, hypothesize, <laughs> yeah. if you will. Uh, I will admit that I crowdsourced a little bit of this. I went out to the Yelp community, asked them what they thought, uh, asked my friends on Facebook, things like that. Well, then <laughs> it's an even better list. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, some things that I went out and tried specifically because of them. So that was that was uh Nice. There's so much in this city. There's no way that one person's going to be able to know everything. Yeah, I've been here ten years, man. Look at me. I'm starting to <laughs> You're starting trying. to curtail. Yeah, no, I, I'm. It's coming off a little bit slowly, but so that uh, segues into this. You're here from Kansas City. How long now? Uh, about a year and a half now. Has it been a year and a half? It already? has been. Yeah, time flies. And so. I know you were excited about coming here. Oh, I remember the announcement that Don made, who, by the way, that was our first episode. Mm -hmm. Be kind of I haven't listened to that in a long time. Be kind of fun to go back in the archives and listen to the first Right at the Fork episode with Don Barasa. Um, but when he announced you were coming, I immediately jumped onto your Facebook, and you were excited about it. And, um, and now, it's a year and a half later, what do you think? It feels like home. It does. This is such such a great city, and uh, you know the food and restaurant industry. Everyone that I work with is excellent, very welcoming. There's a lot of fun happenings, creative ideas, people working together. But yeah, it, it feels like home. I enjoy every day here, and I'm so excited that summer's right around the corner. And that's when I think I really thrive here. I have a, have a great time getting out in the mountains. Uh, 
And you get to the co- you get to the coast. I do, the- yeah. You know, I grew up very landlocked, so that's such a treat for me. I was just out of the beach, I guess, yesterday, mm-hmm. and just thinking to myself, I got my dog running around in the surf, and it's just, it's such a treat for me to be able to do that. And uh, I think that people around here really appreciate the access to all that. And so uh, we know I, we can surmise all the reasons you love Portland. I mean, those listening to the podcast, you know, we're in the food world. Oh yeah. What is there? What is there that you don't like about Portland? That if you could oh, change. <laughs> oh man, um, that is a touchy question. Uh, I will say that I miss Kansas City barbecue. I miss Kansas City barbecue so much. Do you get back there for it? I haven't gone back yet. No, uh, it needs to happen. But hopefully this summer. I think you just need to put that. So, you know, I think anybody who lives in the Northeast or out here, you need to have one getaway a year during the gloomy period, whether it's freezing or just gloomy. And that needs to be your your little getaway at some point uh, to get to Kansas City. to have You know, I made such a rookie mistake this year because everyone was taking vacations to Hawaii or Mexico. A lot of people go into Palm Springs. And what I do, I booked a trip to Berlin. It was awesome, but it was like <laughs> well, <laughs> just as gray and I'm cold. Gonna, I'm going to guess you're not getting any barbecue over there. No, no, no. Uh, but I, I'll tell you what, I'd take vitamin D over barbecue about this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you have some barbecue you love here that, that satisfies you? You know, uh, the People's Pig. I really like the People's Pig quite mm-hmm. a bit. Uh, it's just really straightforward, awesome barbecue, and I love the environment. Uh, I've had some really good experiences at Smokehouse Tavern as well. Right. I ha- I've enjoyed that. And um, also Padna's. I really love Rodney's. Yeah, they're really popular. He's Definitely. Re- he's great. And um, Pine Shed down in Lake Oswego. Yes. How could I forget them? Yeah. Have I, you been down there? I have. Yeah. I've eaten there a couple times. And I was fortunate enough to host an event with them one time. And they just laid out the whole buffet for us. And uh I got the great opportunity to try pretty much everything they cook in terms of their meats, and they do a great job. Cool. Yeah. So, what do you want to accomplish in the next year here in Portland? What do you maybe from a business perspective, but also personally, or, or Oregon? What do you want to do that you haven't done? Oh, from a personal standpoint, there's so many places I want to see. I want to kind of broaden my uh, radius a bit. I uh, got. Uh, Crater Lake, I haven't been there yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just that's a, an investment. Yeah, yeah. There's no just get... popping up over there. Right. Uh, you know, I also haven't done anything in the Mount St. Helens area. I'd mm-hmm. like to do that. Uh, Have you been to the Wallawas out to Joseph? No, I was supposed to go last year, but um, I had the time off and everything to take a big camping and hiking trip. But the wildfires. So I mean, go out there I will. Uh, before Crater Lake. It's easier. There's more to do. Okay. Nothing wrong with Crater Lake, but there's a lot to do, and you go, you, you're at the point I think when I went out there and and saw it and said, oh my God, there, there's the coast, there was, there's Mount Hood, there's, and now there's this on top of it. <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, there's a little, there's a place called the Jennings Hotel, good good spot All to right. stay. Right on. Uh, there's a lot. Rimrock. You can stay in teepees over the over, over Joseph what? Canyon. Yeah, that's okay. So that, sold. So that's pretty cool. And they have uh, they have some other accommodations there too. So last question: um, This year, how many uh, how many games will it take for the Mets to beat the Royals in the World Series? 
Oh man, you're asking the wrong guy sports questions. But uh, <laughs> well, you were on the Royals bandwagon for the oh. World Series, right? I saw you I, talking about. I it. was very happy that the Royals did so, so well. It's, it's, it's his home team. It's it, all right. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not criticizing him. I'm just asking. You know him, what? As a Met fan, I'm just asking I, him what the paybacks. I was be this year. driving to Portland from Kansas City during. Um, postseason 2015 like I sat through so many sad miserable seasons with the Royals and then the minute that I uh, announced I was leaving and packed <laughs> up you know two World Series in a row and then we won the second one uh, that's another thing I miss about KC I want to get back out to Kauffman Stadium it is the best place to watch a game I did you know I did trips across the country that's how I landed in Oregon we went to every major league b- baseball park except the two in Florida um, and those <laughs> I didn't miss anything I don't think but Kansas City, we hit there when there was a beautiful storm. And we, there was a rain delay, but there were barely anybody in the park that not night. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> but at the time, so this was 2000, uh, either two or three, one of those two trips. And what a beautiful, you, you could see the weather coming in from a long distance. And there's something about baseball that I love in the middle of the summer. You can look at the scoreboard and you can see there's a rain delay in, in whatever city in Philadelphia, and you kind of know what's going on there, and you can see who's... Anyway, just being in the center of the country, rain delay, not such a bad thing when there's barbecue, and there is... Uh, uh, I'm trying to remember the... Uh, who? What are the big barbecue places there? Uh, well, Joe's Kansas City is the biggest one. It's uh, probably the most popular. Uh, Arthur Bryant. Gates, but Gate. there's ga- Gates in the park. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I meant. So we had Gates barbecue. Mm-hmm. You know, give me more rain. <laughs> Give me some Gates barbecue, Boulevard beer. I am I'm a happy camper. Yeah, well that's that's a good thing. Okay, last thing, um, uh, Yelp. Yeah, Yelp. What do you what what should people look for other than reviews? What they should be what what are you doing at Yelp that that people should be paying attention to? Oh goodness. Well, uh, we've got all kinds of events for the Yelp Elite community, and I think that people just need to learn a little bit more about that. I'm constantly hosting parties around town, uh, highlighting the local businesses. It's fun. You know, most people think about us in terms of just the restaurants and bars and things like that. But I'm working with everyone from boutiques to hotels to fitness centers, things like that, just to really show off great local businesses to the most active users on Yelp. So all of those can be seen by going to Yelp.com slash elite. You can learn a little bit more about that. And what does it take to become an elite member? Uh, it's our most active members. Uh, we encourage people to have their real name, real picture. They're people that are regular contributors to the site, generally positive. They are well-written, things like that. They're the types of people that if social media just didn't exist, they would still be telling their friends, oh, you've got to try this restaurant. You've got to see this movie. You've got to see this store. You've got to go to this resort. And we just give them a microphone. We give them the opportunity to share their thoughts with an even larger base. Cool. Do you hear from some of the uh, restaurant owners and chefs here in town who aren't happy with the way some of the reviews are done on Yelp? Well, you know, I think it's easy for some people to uh, look at the one negative review or something like that and they grow a little frustrated. But most people do go to Yelp because they're wanting to share positive experiences. 78 reviews, 78% of reviews are three stars or higher. People are there because they're excited about local business and they want to draw more traffic towards them. But they all, but let's face it, some people do use it as a weapon. So, and that's what I think pisses off restaurant owners. I would say that some people are not as thoughtful with using it as others, but that is the minority. I think that it's really easy to get frustrated 
And, you know, I managed restaurants before I took this job. I spent well over a decade in that industry, so I respect it. But the fact of the matter is that most people are generally positive, and most people, when they're going there, are looking at the positive reviews. They're looking at that content. And I think, like, uh, and I've said this before, like I used to dive, believe it or not, when I was a kid. So they throw out, they throw out the high marks and the low marks, and you go look at the middle, and I think... Anybody who's using Yelp wisely knows you don't just go by the negative review and what they say. You look at the general the general feel yeah. for the site, how many people have reviewed it. And that's the whole point. Yeah, exactly. And it's crowdsourced. It's, uh, you know, we're not paid restaurant critics. You know, there's more than one opinion. It's very democratic in that sense. And if we're learning anything in the election cycle that uh, it takes all kinds Yes, and I think it also draws attention to businesses more than they think it does. And I've always said if they didn't use, and I know there's some restaurant owners out there that might not agree with me on this, but uh, it's if you're doing a good job, if you're if you, and a lot of our restaurants are, it's free, it's advertising, and it's where you don't have to spend money on advertising somewhere else. Now that is aside from the whole other issue yeah. of what you guys do when. When the reps call, that has nothing to do with that. But well, from that my, has nothing from to do with stand, me either. Right. <laughs> but from my standpoint, as a as a as a you know, I've traveled a lot and used Yelp when I go to other cities, and it's been very helpful. Oh, know, certainly. And and uh, you know, I mix that up with a little Eater, Eater and Yelp together in a city I've never been, and and it it works. Yeah, I think uh, especially if you think about it, like in terms of coffee shops, you know, you can just be walking down the street and know that you want a cup of coffee and not be able to find anything. But you see Starbucks signs everywhere because you recognize the logo. And I'd rather, I, I hate to think of people coming to Portland and then just be like, oh, well, I guess I'll go get a Starbucks when there's so much fabulous coffee here. Just get on the Yelp, the app, and you could see that there's, you know, again, like a Water Avenue or a Barista or a Stumptown, or I was just at Public Domain earlier, you know, yeah. right around the corner, get, get some good coffee. It's it's funny. I was thinking this this weekend. I saw someone post in another city. Oh, I'm so glad I found a Starbucks, and it's I'm this is great, and I'm happy. And as a Portlander, you look at that and you go, "Gee, I just oh, if you only knew." Oh yeah. And that and by the way, I've had I've been to Starbucks. I'm not bashing that. I'm just saying we start to get into the local mindset here, where you see that. And you yeah, say, we've all been to airports. Yes, we. <laughs> and, and and the airports are reviewed on Yelp too. So if you want to stay out of one because it's because uh, it doesn't have quite great reviews, do that. But um, Matt, thanks so much for hey, coming in. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for doing the research. Certainly, it was Appreciate my it. pleasure. And maybe we'll run into you somewhere where there's a new spot or on your list and uh, share some nachos or Let's some Fruit Loops or something. <laughs> Fruit Loop nachos. Let's make it happen. Good deal. Thanks. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com. Bringing back sweet memories. Here we go.